Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Announcing the Live From Out There Virtual Music Festival, exclusively on Live by Live. Featuring four solid weekends of live and tape performances from more than 45 artists. Now running every weekend through June 7th. See exclusive performances from Keller Williams, Turquoise, Nihali, White Denim, Dispatch, Twiddle, and many more. Purchase a VIP tour pass for all weekends or individual show tickets to the Live From Out There Virtual Festival. Join us at LiveXLive.com backslash LFOT. Hey everyone, it's Adam Carolla. Welcome to another episode of Going Racing, a show that highlights the fastest cars, best races, and biggest celebrities in the automotive world. One thing we've never really gone, we've never really gone over the Toyota Celebrity Grand Prix race, or we never went over the sort of game film. Yeah, so did to, the race and then came back so and just got speak. right into... We had guests lined up and yeah. we... we'd touched on it and you guys know all the results and stuff but the thing about when you do the race you have such an adrenaline surge that you 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 don't have great recollections of all that went on plus your perspective is sort of inside a car with a helmet so you're not exactly sure what's going on two cars behind you or two cars in front of you or whatever it is but i was sort of i sort of left the race uh came in fourth they flipped the grid, so it's kind of like cheating. Uh, on the other hand, everyone had a chance at at winning, you know, even though the the grid was flipped. I think Max Pappas came in second. He started 19th or something. Yeah. Like, and, and there was a – Everyone was fast. Everyone's done it before. It was the last one ever. Oh, also – previous racers. They, 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 had, they, they black flagged the race for a while or red flagged it or whatever it is, and at a certain point – two and a half laps or three laps into the race or something like that, everyone was just parked. Yeah. So the point is, is in terms of the grid and pros or faster guys behind you, at a certain point, we're all just along the one straightaway, uh, not shoreline and not the other straightaway, the other little one. And we're yeah. all just stopped. And, you know, I looked back and Max Pappas was 14 feet behind me. Like yeah. it wasn't and like still several cars back, but basically maybe one or two. Yeah. But the point is, is at a certain point, everyone's just bumper to bumper. So when they restarted the race, there wasn't like, well, that guy's way back there. Like yeah. there were 20 feet behind you. So they, everyone had sort of the chance at it, including myself. I had this weird, uh, I had some, well, something I never told you, but which screwed me up. I didn't drive a very good race. Oh, no, I drove a good race, but I wasn't very fa- – I wasn't happy with my driving, but I, I, I drove a competitive race or something like that. I'm trying to figure out if, – if, if it's possible to run a good race and drive poorly, I think that's what I, I achieved. But uh, in the excuse department, one thing that fucked me up royally – and I didn't think it would be this bad, is my previous two races, somebody said, go down shoreline when you get to the very end and it's time to break hard and, and turn in left. Don't go from fifth to fourth to third. Just go from fifth 
break hard, drop it into third, yeah. and go around the corner. Okay. And I did that for the last two races I did there every lap, and it, it, it worked quite nicely. Well, I won, so it couldn't couldn't have been that bad. Yeah. But also, it was a nice technique for me. It was I wasn't thinking about done and done. It was just going paddling through the gears. It was just fifth, yeah. brake hard, push it into third, clutch out, turn the corner. And it was working nicely. And so that's what I was doing. And then I was having a conversation with uh, Chuck or one of the other guys who was a, one of the mechanics, guys who set the cars up. And he was saying to me, yeah, you know, these cars are all three years old. Like they're a little bit old and they've been wrung out a little bit, worked a little yeah. bit. And then he said, yeah. And it's funny. He didn't say anything about any parts. He just went, the transmissions are probably getting a little, it's time. You know what I mean? Like the transmissions are a little wrung out. Yeah. And that's what he that's said. that's the last thing they look at. Because he could say, oh, suspension, brakes, you know, we've seen it. Transmission, we're like, well, we put a clutch in it, but who knows what's going on inside. I just remember him going, these tra- these cars, the way they're set up, the way they're driven, and the people that are driving them, and it's three years on the same transmission, it's getting old. And then I found myself in qualifying, trying to do my third gear and about every third lap, it's not wanting to go into third gear. Okay. It's going, that was fine when I was a young, fresh buck out of high school, <laughs> eager, right. to, eager to race. When but, I was right off the showroom floor. <laughs> but I'm a little bit older now in my tra- in the transmission world, and I'm not there. You now, you don't go fifth, third. You go fifth, fourth, third. Yeah. That's what I've agreed to as an old transmission. And I remember just thinking, after trying to grind it and find it a couple of times, I remember thinking, and it didn't happen every time. It just happened like every third one. I remember thinking, yeah. I don't want this to happen in the race. Like, I okay. I don't want to be getting down to the end of shoreline and searching for that gear. So I remember just thinking, oh, fuck it. I'll go fifth, fourth, fourth third. third. But that is not what I'd practice, qualified, or run in the race in the last three years or, or at all, or really since I've been driving that car. So there's part of me that was sort of like, well, you just go back to where you were when you drive your race cars and stuff like that. And there's another part of me that was kind of screwed up because I had this end of shoreline rhythm, brake here, brake hard, third gear, whatever. And I found myself braking too early and generally out of sorts at the end, like not quite in the rhythm that I was because I was going fourth and then third and kind of probably up in my head about it too. Yeah. And then thinking about, should I just go for third? Because if it's not going to let me get into third, I'm not going to coast around this corner and have everyone pass me. Yeah. So- and I, I think that that actually speaks to the point of why you, you may have felt a little bit uncomfortable in the car. And like I said, I, I thought you drove very well. And but somehow you weren't quite satisfied when you got out of the car. You felt like you weren't doing your best. But that whole weekend, <clears throat> everything that they did was a, a, a change in the game plan. You know, cause yeah. we've 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 talked about the race for weeks going into it. We watched tape going into it. And, you know, and then the qualifying, they flipped it. And then Jimmy Vassar got in your head with the whole braking thing at one point when he was like, you should brake at this mark. And then 200 you're feet. <laughs> 200 feet. And then you're like. That was really dangerous. I was into the wall. He's like, oh, yeah, I was, I was wrong about that. You probably should have done 400 feet away. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. So he – There was it, a lot of stuff just going so, on. And it was kind of just nonchalantly. He was just like, yeah, yeah. I, he goes, I was – I went into that turn as well. And, and he goes, some point when I was driving, and uh, he hit that mark. And then he's like, oh, I, could, I, 
I told Corolla 200 feet, this is incredibly dangerous at 200 feet. He's like, ah, he'll be fine. Well, I said <laughs> when, we're, when we're walking the track, I said, where do you break going at the end of shoreline? Because I'd been breaking just after 500 feet or like just before the 400 foot. They have markers out there. And he's like, yeah. oh, he's like, oh, no way. That's way too far out. And yeah. I was like, where do you break? And he said, oh, you better pass 200 before you even think about it kind of thing. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I just locked it up and flat spotted the tires and stuff like that. Yeah. And then later on when I said to him, like, really? Are you breaking? He's like, nah, I, I took a lap. I was way off. It's more, more like 400. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I just flat spotted my tires. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> and then, then there was this argument other on uh, – you know, can we replace the tire? So, like, well, yeah, we'll move them to the really, back. And it not was, really. It, it was a lot of, lot of this and a lot yeah. of that, but it was fun, and 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 I got it, and I, I worked it out where I was like, I think I can whole shot this thing just about from where I started in fifth or sixth, and 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 blah blah blah, and at a certain point, I found myself leading the race. And at that point, I was like, oh, good God, because all the guys behind me are fast and I'm not driving that well. And I got to I and, and my my main thing with this race, too, is stick around for the finish because a lot, you know, it, it's funny because you, you wouldn't go. It's a marathon, not a sprint. No, it's a sprint, but it's a sprint that's 10 laps and. All sorts of shit happens yeah. in between. And there was carnage. And you don't want to and, – and just from an experiential standpoint, you don't want to be out two and a half laps in and be towed in or walk sitting around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Sorry, hey, Brett Tavern. It's, it's, a fun, <laughs> it's a fun event and you, and you train hard for it and you'd like to get all ten laps in. Yeah. And I'm, I'm proud to say I've done it five times and always completed the race. I've, not that I haven't made contact, but, but I've been – I drove judiciously sometimes. There, there were times when it's like I see the guys diving in and I, I'll give them room. I'm yeah. not, I'm, because if I close the window on him, I'm going into the wall and, and I get that, it. That's it. These types of races, uh, as we were saying before on previous shows, it's kind of process of elimination. You know, there is, there is drive well and then there's survive, like you're saying. And survive is a big portion of doing it. Like the guy that's dive bombing you, you may get out of his way and he may pass but if he keeps making that move for the next two or three people there's a I, chance he's gonna hit the wall or rub somebody and break his car and i i know, and, and I, I drive in my mirrors which is probably not the best way to drive always but i'm very aware of what's going on yeah. around me well we'll crank up the race uh well well what what'll happen is chris maxipata can kind of fast forward it and just go ahead and play the start, beginning. Um, we're going down shoreline. They down towards turn one, and this is where the excitement picks up. Bob Carter in that white. I can stop it. I'm trying my new video stop here. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Charles. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of kind of cool. Um, this is the beginning of the race. Yeah, beginning of the race, and I'm leading the race, the as far as I can tell. Adam Carolla with a spectacular move takes over the lead. Now, Alfonso passed like five cars in, at that first turn and somehow slipped in. Because at some point when I looked in my rear view, I was like, what's he doing here? Yeah. He shouldn't be here for another two laps. Yeah, because he, he qualified well, but when they flipped it, he was at the back of the pack. And no, no, no. He, he didn't qualify well. He didn't drive. 
that was sort of the controversies. He didn't drive. He didn't qualify as well as Frankie and Brett and uh, some of the other guys. That's what they were kind of miffed oh, right. off so about. He was he was in the front. Of- he was he the flipping the script helped him quite a bit. Yeah. He's a he's a great driver, but he didn't qualify that well, and it should have been Frankie Munoz and Brett Davern, uh, celebrity wise, yeah. and some of those guys like that that would have been ahead of him. Yeah, and they did great in the qualifying. Those guys, Brett and Frankie, right. and right, yeah, you know, like Frankie had one of the fastest times out there. Right. All right. Uh, so yeah, we still have more to go. We're Ten driving along, mayhem, going around the fountain. The fountain. And really good job. I'm impressed. This is really I was just driving like, oh my god, I'm in the lead of this race. Like, uh, what am I doing in the lead of this race? And uh, Dara Torres, who's the 12-time Olympic medalist, was driving like an, an insane person. And we had a we were turning into uh, a right hand turn, and she just was inside of me, and I I saw her inside of me. I just said, let her let her slide in. And I'll just pass her at the end of shoreline was sort of my my take. So yeah. now I'm in second place, and that's fine. And this is a little bit survival mode, like you're saying. Like some of these cars were going to the turn. We're half a lap in. Let's know, not, like, I don't want to go into the wall. Yeah. Right. I'll, and I already bust off a mirror or anything. Like you still need as much of the car as possible. Yeah. So I just figured let her. And my my feeling was like I'll I'll be. I'll be back. I'll be back uh, at the end of shoreline. Was sort of my thinking. Like I'll let her pass me. I'll stay with her, and then I'll I'll pass her again soon. That's yeah. my feeling. And we'll, we'll be one and a half laps or two laps uh, into the into the race. Max Banner. Yeah. Uh, next lap's coming up. Okay. Um, so uh, so uh, we'll get through this stupid uh, visit to the uh, children's hospital. No one <laughs> no one's bore you with the visit to the children's hospital. Oh, am I doing? And then we got to the end of Shoreline, and the, what happened? What happened to me is I I passed her, and I was like, "Oh my god, I pass, I'm, I'm leading this race again." And then I looked up, and I was like, "Alfonso Ribeiro's behind me. What is he doing behind me? There's so many people that should be there." Yeah. Instead, but on the other hand, what am I doing leading the race? I guess that was probably his question. So I slid in at the end of Shoreline, and I'm in first place. And Alfonso, unfortunately, didn't slide in behind Dara. He got past her, which would have been a nice help for me. And uh, the the comedy for Chris Maxipata is when I'm leading the race, and I'm going, oh, my God, I I can't believe I'm leading the race. All of a sudden... You can see my windshield wipers going off if if you uh, if you play it back and do it right. But uh, the camera, of course, popped off the inside of the windshield. It landed right. If you if you watch the race, we'll put it up where we do do it at uh, carcastshow dot com. Yeah, uh, if you look at the if if you look at the console, or you look at the steering column. Yeah, it's flat. Yeah, um, the camera which was to the left of the rearview mirror popped off and landed on the flat console is it up there now still or no 
Uh, like I'm no. looking at a screenshot of like you know two laps in or something. And what what it did is it popped off. It did not hit the floor. It landed on the flat console between the steering wheel and the tachometer <laughs> with its mount and the camera. Yeah. In which case, I took it. My first thought was. Oh my God, I'm leading this race. And the second thought was, I'm going to kill Max Zapata because we had it mounted on the dash and it didn't hold. So we yeah. decided to mount it on the windshield, but it didn't hold. But now it lands there. And then what I do is as I'm driving, then I look up and I see it says, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro behind me. And it's like, Oh my God, how'd this guy get here so fast? And I took my hand. And if you look at it, I flipped it. I, my whole thing was, I'm just going to flip it to the passenger side and let it roll around in the well yeah. of the pads. I don't want it with my feet. I don't want it on my side. Right. That would so, be bad. Under, while under I was, a brake pedal or something. <laughs> while I was driving over the rumble strips and grabbing a gear, I just took one hand and I flipped it. And when I flipped it, it ran. It flipped over the windshield wiper Stock. lever. Yeah. And it turned the windshield wipers on high. <laughs> of, course. of course. And of course, I had no idea how to turn the wipers on or off because I'd never used them before. And I did that move that you always do where you turn it up and they stop and you think they're off and then they start they again because you just went to a slower <laughs> mode. And now I'm just, that's all I'm thinking about is Max Pata, windshield wipers, and everything else. Choking them like and, Homer uh, and Bart. I, I realize I'm in, I'm, in hor- I'm, I'm in horrible shape here. So. Now, Alfonso, if if Alfonso passes me on a part of the track you're not even supposed to pass on because I'm so distracted and going so slow and so – I'm slow in the first place, and now I'm slow like – now I'm slowing out of sorts is uh, what I was. Uh, The thing that was uh, crazy, the thing that you don't know about the race is we got got black flagged at a certain point, and at a certain certain point – too comical for Eddie Lawson here, right? Yeah, I like, had a, I like bad, but like unfortunate, and he was a little bit hurt, but he's okay. Yeah, you can watch Eddie Lawson go straight in the wall. Motorcycle champ, like the whole conversation. I jinxed him obviously with yeah. the whole conversation about car control and knowing that. Oh yeah, knowing- he's the most dangerous guy out there, and like career wise, what he's done on motorcycles, and and not only that, but I was. All right, so now you see, if you look at the. If if you uh, if 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 you watch the uh, well we'll put it up and you can take a look at it. But at a certain point, there was an accident and it got red flagged and everyone got bunched up and then we got restarted. And when we got restarted, I was for a change the recipient of one of these black yellow flag things. Where I was just right, parked right behind Alfonso. So when yeah. we restarted the race. At the beginning of shoreline, when you get into the end of shoreline, I was eight feet behind him. So it's like I was thinking to myself, "All right, well, we're into this race, and we're back, we're back into this race." Now, uh, not to be a whiner about it, because I had no business being up front, but Alfonso probably should have got black flag for not lifting at all under all the yellows. <laughs> like, yeah, and, they, and that and that proved to be dangerous in the end because you know Sean Patrick Flannery hit a car that was parked and hit the tow guy and yeah. it turned into a, they, you know, it was a whole thing. The tow guy's okay. They, didn't, okay. they didn't include it in the coverage because <laughs> it's not exactly the, the, the most flattering thing. Yeah. But the reality is, is they said, look, we're enforcing the rules. You guys are all pros, basically. You know what you're doing. We're enforcing the rules and no lift on a yellow for Afonso. I get it. He didn't want everyone. 
Alfonso knew Max Pappas was back there, and and he also he also knew that you know Al Unser Jr. and all the all those yeah all those guys were back yeah. there. And also, you're you're fast and you're right on his ass the whole time because right you're there you're in second yeah, the whole time. I'll, I'll leave me out of the equation. <laughs> he probably figured he had me taken, but uh, he had some some. Jimmy Vassar's back there. Yeah. And the point is, is we're getting a full, we're getting a yellow, we're getting a lot of yellow flags. And if he lifts, all those guys are just going to come right on up. Yeah. Right. And so. In a second. Right. It, it, so <laughs> he didn't lift, but technically probably should have been black flag for leading and not lifting. Yeah. No one else lifted either. Because everyone else's thing is if he's not lifting, I can't lift because then I'll just fall way off yeah. this thing. But it did end up. With a, a, a circumstance where there were two tow trucks out there, people thought they'd pass the wreckage and came around a blind corner, and there was more wreckage. More wreckage. Yeah. And it just got worse. Yeah. So uh, at this – yeah, and there's poor Brett Davern uh, hit, hits the tires, yeah. and then poor Brett Davern gets oh, hit man. hard. <laughs> he got hit very hard, and then – Poor Bob Carter got hit pretty hard. Uh, I will say this, um, Brett, who we love dearly. See, that's that's a situation where discretion, better part of valor. Like that's a that's a situation where somebody's on you, somebody bumps you, yeah. and instead of breaking a little bit and get yourself right, and maybe letting that person pass you. You try to stay on the racing line and stay on it. If you replay it and show it, Max Zapata, Brett probably when he got tapped, when he got tapped coming around the corner from Rutledge Wood, not really intentionally, but when he when he when he when he got tapped, you can start running forward from there. When he got tapped, he he got tapped like right right there. he. It was just on that straight. Yeah, edge. they kind of locked up. It seemed like he, they they whatever. If he lifted right there, just went. I got to back it off, and yeah. then I'll I'll catch him at the end of shoreline or whatever. He probably could have. Um, Pro- probably would have been able to get a little bit further into that turn instead of because he was a little wide on that turn, and I think he was just he just, he's too just much speed and too yeah, wide. Right, right. and that, that my point is is there are times. When you just have to hit the brake, even if yeah. you don't want to hit the brake, even if it means slowing yourself down, even if it means getting a little off the pace, there's just times when you have to get off the line, yeah. lift off, and do stuff. As, you, as you'll as you see with me, I will be a fine example of uh, – you can uh, fast forward a little bit uh, through there. But uh, I had no idea during the race what Dara Torres was doing to me. And okay. it, it was pretty insane what she was doing to me. Yeah. And not a... Uh... So the footage that we watched, by the way, on the screens during the actual race is a little different what ends up on TV. Yes. <laughs> like, we do see so, accidents so you, and carnage can, and some wacky moves and the dive-ins and there's some... You can get Max Pata down. Uh, now, just pick it up from Brett and those guys getting getting off the tow truck and the race getting uh, started again. But you'll see halfway into this race, I'm in second place, and I'm. And if you if you watch, down at the end of Shoreline, I'll be six feet bef- behind Alfonso Ribeiro. So in, 
in my mind, I'm kind of thinking at, at this particular point, uh, well, I'm in decent shape. I'm in second place. I'm not too far behind first place. And uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe uh, Alfonso's car will overheat or something. Uh, hey, just, something all it takes nature. is one little mistake, you know, just one little mistake. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, I feel bad again about, about Brett's accent, but it wasn't his fault. And he was running so good and qualifying. He, he, he was good. He was fast. No, he was sat fast. And it wasn't his fault, but... If, when you feel that contact, if you lift or you do whatever, you probably can avoid this. All right. There we are. Uh, now I just paused it. Sorry. You can go down and crawl down. Or, yeah, car, our cash show. Our cash show and yeah, check it out. But now, five, six laps in the race, I'm the red car. Alfonso's the white car. And that's me in second place. Yeah. So I'm going, all right. And right on him. It's not like he's, you know, half a lap ahead. You're right there. Right. Now, the greatest thing that ever happened to Alfonso Ribeiro was Dara Torres. Because <laughs> not that I would have beat Alfonso Ribeiro. Yeah. What was happening was Dara was taking me out of my game. And I, in turn, was holding up Max Pappas and Rod Millen and everyone else. The whole the whole thing got out of out of whack, so you can turn it down a little bit. You'll see when we get down to the end of Shoreline. Now, everyone's prepared for the hairpin at Shoreline for someone to dive in. That's a last lap maneuver. Yeah. That's your last That's your last stand job. You dive in at the at the end. Um, what Dara started doing was diving in at Shoreline. <laughs> and, what, and what I was doing is trying not to make contact with her or yeah. the wall. And what it was doing is putting me and her way, way out of our line. And here's the comedy. And this is, uh, I think it'd be my life in a nutshell. <laughs> I had 250 conversations with anyone who'd talk and Tanner Faust and everyone else, and the answer was always this. You got to get out of that hairpin with momentum. These yes. are momentum cars, and if you get out of that hairpin with momentum, I'll put on pause for a second. If if going around shoreline, if you get out of that, you get out of that clean with momentum, you'll be going five miles an hour faster by the time you get to the end of that straightaway. Yeah. Every racer, I was talking to Skinner about it and some of the other professional racers, and they said it was like, yeah, go Steve in, Nolan said the same thing. Apex and ride it all the way out. Like, it, run, ride it all the way out. Yeah. Don't even, don't even turn your wheel. Like, swing out wide, late apex, and then let it travel, track all the way out and hit, get on it and get that gas and get moving and down there. That's the one piece of advice everyone gave me. So, all right. Let's see how that worked out <laughs> as we watch me and Dara Torres go around uh, the hairpin. That's Dara. So she's dip, dipping in. Dipping in. And, there, and, and if you could see this angle, there's no way with that angle she would be able to turn. We're, we're, way, we're both way yeah. off. I'm facing. She's going the complete wrong direction. She should be turning right, and she's basically I, darting left. She, I'm facing the Queen Mary yeah. at this point. Now, you see... Alfonso, where he's exiting, yeah. <laughs> on a perfect line against the wall with tons of momentum down at the end of Shoreline. Now, at this point, you see Dara Torres Yes, there, I see her. And you want to turn right, but you know turning right is going to hit her. She's, so, she's not facing the direction no. we're supposed to be going. And she's completely missed the apex, so far off the apex. Right. Now, guess who this is great news for? 
whoever's behind you, whoever's back there. Well, it's great news for Alfonso. <laughs> and Alfonso in the front. Because we're not, we're going to be going 11 miles an hour slower at the end of the straightaway <laughs> because we're getting, I, I can't imagine a worse start to that. At this point, are you on the brakes hoping she just flies right by? No, I'm, I'm steering and trying to figure out if a way to miss move. her and a way to miss the wall. And the best news in the world is Alfonso, who's in front, and then Steve Millen and Max Pappas, who are behind us, who are on the racing line. Yeah. So they don't have to deal with us. Dara, then, you can see Max Zapata, who's actually filming us. You can see him actually get oh, yeah. out of the way. <laughs> I saw that. I saw you move. I'm heading, I'm heading at him at this point. So now, now the, the thing that's comical about the whole thing is... You can turn it back up. First off, the announcers are great. Like, oh, well, where was Steve Millen? <laughs> yeah, he was back there. All right, where's Steve Millen now? Yeah, he, well, see, he did the turn correctly, just like he <laughs> said. Or that's actually Rod Millen, but. Uh, oh, sorry, Rod yeah. Millen, sorry. But yeah. Rod Millen is passing us because yeah. we were going into the because corner. Because he turned properly. Right. And Max <laughs> Pappas is up my arse. Yes. Because and he. angry. Just angry. Because he turned properly as well. By the way, kudos for, for not going into the wall and holding off Dara Torres. Well, now, how did Max Pappas get to the point where he was making contact with me halfway into the straightaway when he was 80 feet behind me going into the turn? I was saying, it's that momentum. Millen and Pappas went right through that turn the way they were supposed to. Yeah, that must have cost you at least like a second or two, right? I'm, I'm well, telling you, and look, that's a long time. Look how far up Alfonso is, and look how far back we all are now. Yeah. Yeah. Because of that. So the turn. best thing to happen to Alfonso was Dara Torres right there. Right. And the best thing to happen to, to Pappas, Pappas and, and Millen and basically everybody else uh, behind him, <laughs> except you. <laughs> everybody behind him except you. Well, the good news is she could never do it again, right? <laughs> Right, because she got a little scared. She learned I'm her not lesson. Do that, again. that is not the way, gentlemen. Yeah. Even if it's a lady, drives. That's you, right. You got a little excited, a little hot into that turn. Let's not do that again. Yes, it's 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 an unspoken rule of the drivers, which is you just don't do that to the guy in front of you. Because my choice was hit her or hit the wall. Yes, or slow the hell, or slow way, a slow <laughs> potentially way, hit Max or hit batter. Chris. <laughs> yeah, or slow. Uh, Way the hell down. Now Max Pappas is uh, up my tuchus. That's how close yeah. he is. So she, those guys came up fast. Dara got a little scared. You stayed in second. And now Dara Torres is down to fourth because Pappas and Millen got around her. I think. And now I'm going to let, not going to let, but Max Pappas is faster. And he's got the line and he goes inside of me. But I've dropped down to third place, and that's fine. But Pappas isn't a bad guy to follow at this point. No. Like, mimic I'm, what I'm, he's doing, I'm and he's behind, great. I'm behind Pappas, and I'm thinking, all right, let's stay the line. Oh, let's go into the next. Now we're going into the hairpin for the second time. <laughs> Describe to the listeners what direction I'm facing. I feel like this is the exact same scene we just saw a couple laps ago with Dara Torres on the inside, completely pointed in the wrong direction, and you looking at her once again on your right-hand side going, she's, hey, what's uh, what's going on? She's turning left on a right-hand turn. Like, like, <laughs> it's basically like the jug handle. She's just going to go straight through that, and at this point, she's going to have to brake hard and turn hard to the right 
completely miss this turn again, miss the apex, in the meanwhile, just push you out to the wall. Right. And guess who's behind me? I, look what direction I'm. It's so funny because let's see if Chris knows any better by this point. Everybody's <laughs> advice was me is just track it all the way out, all the way out, you know. And I'm like, now instead, I'm I'm heading toward a pretzel stand that's parked behind the track, which is awesome. But look, good news for Rod Millen. Yeah, there you go. And Chris held his line. Good job. Didn't get scared the second time. <laughs> yeah, he was taking pictures there. Now, here comes Rod Millen with momentum and up up my tilkas. But then Dara Torres does this one, and I actually – this one I lifted for. And yeah. now, now, taking your foot off of the accelerator, the, the only thing you can do worse or the only thing that can make you slower than getting out of that hairpin facing the wrong direction with zero momentum yeah. is going – Two thirds of the way down, uh, the two thirds of the way down shoreline, and physically lifting off the accelerator. Yeah, like if if, if I, I can guarantee you, Wanda Sykes didn't lift three quarters <laughs> of the way down the shoreline. You, like, like literally, ha- took my foot off of the accelerator in a fifth gear, wide open. Yeah, and now you want to see why? <laughs> yes. All right, let's see what else Dara is up to. <laughs> We're going down. Our on our line. Dara swings out, which is all right. She's a little ahead of me. And she swings to the left and she pushes out to start setting up for the turn, for the turn or something. Yeah. yeah. Although you can hug that wall all the way down if you like. Yeah. And you're assuming what? Like she maybe doesn't even see you or just doesn't care? Uh, <laughs> I think she's aware of me at this point, considering I'm driving a red car and she's <laughs> almost she t-boned me in the last two turns <laughs> and i'm running right next door i think she's got a pretty good feel for where i am but she wanted to give herself a little room from the wall so she swung out a little about three four feet to the left then she goes again <laughs> she just keeps she going does a second swing out and now i'm running on the i'm getting right next to the red line and the wall and it's at this point i physically take my foot off the accelerator because yeah. i don't I'm unclear what the agenda is. Yeah, and this is, happens very quickly. You play it through; it's very fast. So, right, you, you feel like you're going to get pushed. If you into run the wall. it back 15 seconds and you, you just sort of watch it in real time, I don't know if she's run it back, Max Paddock. If you can't, I at, at this point, I don't know if she's just running me into the wall. Yeah. And by the way, our last two exchanges at the hairpin would lead me to believe that that's where she wanted that's, me. That's where she's been wanting you to be that's for a while now. She, <laughs> like me to be but if you watch it in real time you'll just see her make two semi-jerky moves toward me and go back another uh 10 seconds all right that's good okay right there all right so i'm riding down the middle of the track and she's riding down hugging that right wall yeah and and uh millen's trying to draft me yeah basically is what he's doing and then you can play it sorry and she does one Dips out hard, and then and then she corrects, boom. and then swings out again. So I left my foot off because I'm like, okay, there's going to be a third. She's done two moves, and the third is me into the wall. Yeah, and I'm not. There's nothing that leads me to believe that that's not what's going to happen because of the way she was driving. Yeah, and hey, then, if you're expecting it, she's not going to do it. That's in, a good point. In that split second, Millen takes advantage and goes in front of both. That's how quickly this happens. Right. 
So Derek Torres was a great godsend for Millen and for Alfonso. Pretty much everybody but you. <laughs> <laughs> now I know she's just a super aggressive person. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not internalizing any of this stuff. No, I, no. It, she's actually really sweet. She's great. Yeah, she's yeah, just driving. Yeah, yeah. Hard, but it's it's not really thoughtful, I think is what it is. And right. my thing is is stay on the racing line and, and go ahead and pass me at the end of shoreline. But don't let's not let's not boat by the way, in the in the in the interim she was knocking herself out of the race too by that horrible yeah. shoreline drive of hers. And you'll see that later. That's basically ultimately what happens. Ult- is- ultimately what happens is you can let it roll. Just let it, or commercial or whatever. But ultimately, what happens is Skinner takes her out. Yeah, she she basically dive bombs again. But instead of being the nice guy you are and move out of the way, Skinner's like, I'm not moving out of the way. So she spins around in that hairpin. Yeah, and, and, and by some miracle, by the way, doesn't get hit because she's parked in the middle of the track. No, what she didn't dive bomb. What she did is what I should have done or could have done. She stayed on the racing line. See, if you watch it, she just swings out and tries to. She she <laughs> she went. She, she kind of went she, in. Uh, no, like, what, there's still a car there. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, is she's driving quite a different line than she was driving yeah. when I was ahead of her. Yeah, she's attempting to apex the turn, and when she does, Skinner's there. He's already there. But she's doing what I would have done, except for I saw her in my mirrors. And would have been taken right. out. Right. And she didn't see. Right. That's why she got hit and spun around. Right. And uh, so uh, <laughs> I can't say I felt bad for her spinning out at the hairpin. No, I, I was watching her going, well, that's problem solved. Thank God. <laughs> and uh, the whole time we're watching it, like in the in the kind of pit area on the screens, and we're watching her going, I don't know what she's doing. Like, we weren't the only ones. It was like. Tons of people going, I just don't know what she's doing. I just don't know where she's going. Well, the moral of the story is I shouldn't have been up there in the first place. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> but the reality is, is could have got a podium, like a third place. Yes. If yeah. I wasn't jacked at that hairpin each time. Yeah. It was, you know, always a fun event. Which I'm ironically, the thing about getting jacked at that hairpin is it was letting the person in front of me go. Yeah. And then... But more, much more damaging, letting the fast people behind me come on down. I, that was the real problem. But, but here, you did so well because you had to avoid so many of her mistakes. And you still finished the race in one piece and in fourth. All right. And she did not. I'll take it. Anyway, take I like Dara, but uh, I found out after watching this, oh, that's what happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. Thinking I was going into the wall. Yeah. When you watch the film, you Well, go, you know, you don't have in-car footage. You don't realize when you go, when you watch, yes, when you watch, that <laughs> oh, was in my lap. When you watch the film, when you watch the film, you go, oh, yeah, you came pretty close to that wall. It's like the way the cameras are set up or whatever. When you're in the car- you're on the wall. I mean, I was three inches from the wall. I mean, yeah. when Max Apata decided to bail on his position, it's because I was heading at him. That was know, so scary. At no, the I wall, believe it. I believe and it. And it was all I could do to not make contact yeah. with the wall times two in the world's worst racing line. The thing that's funny is if you hit pause in the middle of that turn. Me and her are both facing 
Mecca. Yeah, like, <laughs> just the wrong direction. It's literally like the straightaway, yeah. that's that way. That's behind you, yeah. and we're both heading out toward the Queen Mary, and it's like, <laughs> I, 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 I hope Alfonso could have looked in his rearview mirror and just lit up like a laugh with glee. Like, this just is the greatest gift laugh. ever. Yeah. Like, what are you two idiots heading the wrong way? It's, it's like, what's going on there? Maybe she thought there was a Joker laugh or something that go. we both had to take. <laughs> all right. Anyway, all, all in good fun. Tune in next week for another episode of Going Racing. New episodes every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. 